1: Hi, I'm Michaela from Columbus, and I would absolutely recommend 3C. Because the accident wasn't my fault, 3C stepped in to handle the other person's insurance company, so I didn't have to do a thing. While they were fixing up my bumper, they actually fixed up a few of the scratches that were there, and now it looks brand new. I would totally recommend 3C to my friends and family, and I have been.
0: <laughs> 3C body
1: Shop, the party- Hey guys, have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? When I was trying to get this podcast off the ground, I had a lot of questions like, how do I record an episode? How do I get my show into the apps all the people like to listen to? And how do I make money from my podcast? Well, the answer to every one of these questions is really simple. It's called Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. And best of all, it's 100% free and extremely easy to use. And now... Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. I've been using Anchor now for, oh, almost a year, and I really enjoy it. It's a lot easier than any of the other podcast apps I've ever tried. And again, it's free, guys. It really is free. It doesn't cost anything. Uh, So, if you want to get started on a podcast and making money doing it, then go to anchor.fm slash start. That's anchor.fm slash start. Anchor, the best way to podcast. This is Mason Ingler of the Downeast Wood Ducks, and you're listening to the Rangers Report. This is the Ranger Report Podcast. News, insights, predictions interviews, and information about the Texas Rangers from the major leagues to the minor leagues.
0: And now, here are your hosts, Ben Dieter and C.J. Berryman. Experience the joy of watching your friends and family's faces light up when you feed them wild game you harvested and made them delicious sausages. Or meat you barbecue and grill with the finest seasonings available. Visit our friends at Waltons.com to find everything you need to turn wild game into tasty meat snacks or spice up your barbecue with new flavors and seasonings. With over 500 seasonings to choose from, there is something that everyone will love. They even have step by step videos and how to articles at Beachistics to help you go from animal to edible. Use coupon at Rangers15 at checkout to save 15% on your first order at Walton's.com. Walton's, everything but the meat. Welcome, everybody, to
1: the Ranger Report Podcast. Yes, that is still a thing, even though we took a couple of weeks off uh, life. If you guys have heard the uh, devious lick challenge in schools, I'm a school teacher for a living. We've been dealing with some fun crime at the schools over the last week. CJ's had a bunch of stuff going on, by the way. I am Ben Dieter, bdeter 75 on Twitter.
0: I am CJ Berryman
1: at CJB
0: underscore
1: RR. And we are happy to be back on the air doing a podcast after, like yeah. I said, we have had a very, very busy couple of weeks. So uh, we have missed doing it. Um, we have texted, tweeted, done everything we could to still talk about baseball. We just haven't done it here. So hopefully you guys are glad uh, to hear our pitiful voices again
0: <laughs> they they probably have gotten pitiful at this point now you and i were talking last night and i was like man i'm getting antsy i can't wait to get back on the podcast it's just i was moving and and you had the whole man i just don't even <laughs> want to get into that no nope. that whole deal that's going on now with the school with kids and the little challenge thing that they're doing that's now getting kids arrested thankfully and um yeah it's just been it's been one of those one of those little times but i'm i'm settled in now i'm ready to go so and uh i'm glad i'm i'm glad to be back and i'm i'm glad to be be uh talking to you for these uh very very loyal folks that keep listening to us cuz we were what up in the 120s after,
1: yeah we were above uh, after, we were above 12112 i think or 115 i don't remember which one it was but it was it was higher than we've ever been so thank you guys
0: very very much absolutely man we uh we love you guys very much and we're we're so glad that we're doing something right
1: and we'd be remiss not to thank Chris Halleck, who wrote an article about the podcast he was on with us and uh, put it on his Sports Illustrated site, which didn't hurt, you
0: know, our numbers. No, that didn't didn't hurt at all. We, did, we didn't need that. No, <laughs> man, <laughs> man, Chris is awesome. And uh, I, I can't say enough about him. And again, I, I've said it time and again that he comes when he comes on our podcast, he gives us everything, everything that he knows. And then the next day he'll write about what he talked to us about the night before. He holds nothing back. So yeah. that just very unselfish. And what I like about him is that he whenever he and I were were having our little John Daniels debate, uh, he, he mentioned I'm I'm a guy that goes based on facts. And I love hearing that because there's not a lot of journalists, sports or otherwise that, that do that. That is they, correct. They are, they are going to kind of create things that aren't there. And Chris maintains that pure journalistic integrity is what we call it. And he, he just sticks with the sticks with the facts and guess what? He's got a fan following and two of us are are on this podcast. So.
1: Definitely so. And of course, you know, he's got a podcast as well called The North Texas Nine. Uh, during the off season, which is coming up very, very rapidly, we'll talk about that here in a moment. Um, we'll have Chris, we'll have Jeff Wilson, who now has his own really cool podcast. And he keeps grabbing guests that I want to get, which is making me mad. He needs to stick to the majors so we can stick to our minor guys.
0: Yeah, stay in your bigger lane, Jeff.
1: Like I had emailed about Josh Young, and then, of course, they had him on, and I was like, well, never mind. Now I don't want to be second.
0: yeah yeah it's and that kudos to him he's got the he's he's put in all the work for 12 13 years now to yep to have that cred so more power to him but you know leave it leave let us be in this uh in the in the entry lane here, let us let us have a little bit. Bro.
1: We have one thing, man. Let us have it. No, anyway, uh, no, <laughs> no but we Jeff. Appreciate Jeff. Yeah, yeah, Jeff is awesome, and we hope to have him and John on together at some point here, uh, probably a couple weeks after the season ends, to promote their podcast, which is really cool. They do such a good job. Um, Jeff's such a good writer, and John is really good at the podcast, and the two of them together do a great job. They've had John Daniels, they've had Josh Young, uh, they've had uh, who AJ else? Have they had? Alexi, yeah, they've had AJ Alexi. Yeah, they had Cole Reagans on on mm-hmm. their last one so they've just they're getting some great guests great conversations jeff is so good at asking questions after so many years of doing this and one reason i like to listen to other podcasts is i mean i'm not a professional journalist you were but you're not anymore Mm -hmm. and listening to the way some people ask questions to these guys to open them up you know kind of helps me in our craft and makes our podcast a little better so i'm not jealous of them i'm glad they do it so i can listen and 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 get my craft a little bit better
0: yeah they're they're a prime example of what you do to break the ice yeah it's getting it getting those first two if I called the first two to get in and first two questions, loosen it up. And then, and then you, you, you've got them, you got them where you want to. And luckily we were able to do that with Mason Engler who really yeah. opened up about everything. That was awesome. And yeah. And Luis on Helacuna was it a little bit tougher just because of the language barrier and having to have uh, a translator, which was the manager, Carlos Cardoza, who was awesome. Yep. And you know, you know, everybody, Bubba Thompson, we didn't have to break any ice with him. He, no. he broke it himself. Bubba <laughs> and Josh.
1: i like, tell you yeah, what, man. Josh Stowers. Josh Stowers is the first Rough Rider ever with a 2020 season. 20 homers, 20 steals.
0: Yeah, and I keep – what's funny is you look at all that stuff and you look at the batting average. He started off so poorly yeah. because he just wasn't – and he wasn't healthy. And then once he, once he got fully healthy, he's been – Excellent. Uh, I know the batting average overall doesn't look great for him, but dude, yeah, he, he's got all the tools that you want. Done. I think he can be effective at, at some point in some role in the outfield at the, at the major league level. Maybe it wouldn't be an everyday starter. It might be. I mean, like I said, he's got all the tools, so he's going to be able to, I mean, I, we, I'd love to say with the Rangers, but he's going to be able to, to provide somebody with some spark. Yeah. And, that's that's awesome. And, and Bubba's Bubba's Bubba Thompson really came into his own this year after a really, really rough 2019.
1: Yep, I agree. So. He, he really did. He had a great year. Um, well, Frisco had a great year in general. Let's start there tonight. I was going to start with something else, but let's start there since we're already talking about those guys. Frisco was first place wire to wire. From game one to game one, is it 120? I think how many did they play, I think around there. Anyway, yeah,
0: I know they had some cancellations yeah. because of COVID, but uh, yeah, uh, yeah,
1: a little like. over 100 games. Anyway, they were wire to wire first place. And uh, so, of course, you know, they're in the playoffs now, right? Right, CJ? Oh, yeah,
0: yeah, you win your division, you're in.
1: Yeah, of course, which did not happen because they went on record. And uh, the Rough Riders had the third best, either the third or fourth best record in all of double-A baseball. Uh, they won their division, but only the top two record teams made it to the, the championship game. So the Rough Riders were on the outside looking in after uh, winning first place and holding first place the entire year. Great team. Uh, it's a little disappointing, but man, to hold first place wire to wire, Rangers fans uh, should be start getting excited about what's coming.
0: Oh, absolutely. Frisco, they started out that way. And like you mentioned, wire to wire, they finished five games above Midland in the AA Central South. It's so hard to say. The I, know. Texas League I know. I South, still want to but, say Texas. League. Yeah, the Texas League South. I'm sticking with it. And then the Texas League North, Wichita was the only team. This is their first season, too. Yeah, uh, That had a better record than Frisco. They were 69-51. And, and then Northwest Arkansas won by tiebreaker. That's how they got in over Frisco. Both had yep. the same record, 64-55. and 55. So super unfortunate. But yeah, they, I hope they fix that. I cannot stand the, well... It, yeah, you have two divisions. What's the point of the divisions? Then is the way I look at it. Why? Yeah. Why even have divisions if that's the way it's going to be? If you win your division, usually on in a normal season, it would be you know the two division wiz- winners and the two best records. But uh, yeah.
1: yeah, I mean, and again, disappointing, but. And I think it does not.
0: It does not put a damper on how that season, how this season went for the
1: No, Frisco had so, a yeah. Frisco had a fantastic season. Uh, Victor Rojas, who we had on a couple of times, did great his first year mm-hmm. as the president and general manager. It was a fun atmosphere. I went to a couple games. A lot of fun, um, and just I mean they played some. Su- I mean, and you got to see people like Jake Latz and Cole Wynn, who we've talked about a lot this year. Bubba and Josh that we just talked about, you know, guys like, uh, Tim Brennan and Hever Bueno Bueno had a really good year pitching. You know, we talked about Cole Wynn, then of course, Sam Huff and, uh, Josh mm-hmm. Young for a lot of the season, you know, high up prospects. You got, uh, I'm going through the, uh, Jax Biggers is a guy that finished pretty strongly. Blaine Krim and Blaine Justin Foskey yeah. are both there. Um, I mean the talent, Anderson Tejeda, who we've all seen Davis Wenzel, who we've talked about just, you know,
0: Josh Smith.
1: JP Martinez would even mention another great outfielder today. Yeah, we
0: haven't mentioned him much because they've got four awesome outfielders. Exactly. He's he, yeah, he had a great year too. JP. Yeah. Martin, that's one guy that we cannot forget about. No,
1: he also. Had, so, I mean, just the team, the the camaraderie playing together did great. Uh, and of course, young got called up and he's with uh triple A who's still playing right now. But uh, I mean, overall, such an impressive season for Frisco and I hope. I'll see if it happens. I have an email out, but the uh, the media uh, guy guy who does play by play for them, uh, Zach Bigley. I hope we can get him on next week to uh, talk about how the season was for him in Frisco. It was his first one.
0: Yeah, and he did a great job. I loved a lot of the a lot of the highlights, and he got to call a lot of them, a lot of home runs. Yeah. He got to call call those those Sam Huff monster shots, and and yeah, uh, yeah. We talked about a, a lot of those guys, and not to even mention Jake Lats. Yep. Uh, that's where he 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 got his name on the radar and he got yep. his name in my book for sure. I, that's that's my guy to watch going forward. Yeah. And then Zach Kent now I know he see last or that last game the fourteen to eleven heartbreaking loss to up here in Amarillo and uh, Zach Kent went four and a thirds and gave up eight eight hits and three runs. But that ballpark is a very it's the most hitter friendly park I've ever seen. Yeah. Especially out straight away left, but. Yeah, Zach Kent coming from, you know, high A Hickory, and he pitched very well there. Now he's a guy that's on on my radar too, watching to watch next year. I mean, Frisco, again, we can we can go. We've gone over them a lot this year, and deservedly so because they just they were fantastic. And, and you know, if not for that swoon, they had what a ten game losing streak. Yeah, in about I want to say August, early August, yeah. and uh, maybe. Yeah, maybe early August, late July, and that kind of did them in. But it doesn't. Again, one little swoon, you're going to have those in in, in baseball. And yeah, you know, they were just consistently better than everybody else, except for right right here down the stretch. They couldn't just couldn't put put Amarillo away, unfortunately, to get into the playoffs.
1: All right, and then you move down a little bit. Hickory did not finish strong. They finished one and nine in their last ten. Uh, finished 46 to 68. But of course, a lot of their best players moved on to Frisco before the end of the season. And uh, they, they had a lot of turnover. That was the league, in my opinion, that had the most turnover, that had the least consistent roster throughout the year. They had a couple of really good standouts, but overall least consistent. And they started so badly that by the time they went on that tear, they were so far out. There was no way they were going to catch up. Um, but again, we saw some talent. We, 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 we learned mostly about Blaine Krim and Justin Foskey at that level.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep, and Zach Kent as well. Zach Kent, another and one, yep. Yeah, so they, they like you mentioned, they started off so so badly, and you and I were, had talked about it quite a bit. Yeah. But man, the, in the hitting the, for the first two months, I think their highest batting average was uh, 230, I think, was the highest batting average through two months of the season. And it was like, man, there's just not much there. Well, then they, they all just kind of came into their own. Yeah, and then you, you get the trade that brings in Ezekiel Duran and Josh Smith and Trevor, Halver, and you put them in that lineup with Blaine Krim at the time and Justin Foskey at the time. And they were destroying everybody. I mean, they were the highest scoring team they, to start off. What was it this past month? The month? I'm sorry. August to start off August. They were averaging 12 runs a game.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and, that's correct.
0: Yeah. And obviously a lot of those guys, Blaine Krim, Justin Foskey. Zach Kent, a lot of those guys that and and Josh Smith, all got to move up because there was just that it's just that time during the season where the the rosters get shuffled both from the major leagues to all the way down to to low A when you're playing in a season that I mean it just doesn't really matter except for development all the yep. way up and down the rosters are all the way up and down the organization so it wasn't surprised to see all those guys go up especially because they they proved they were too good for for high A so. But yeah, yeah, there was there was a brief that brief period where they were just they were just killing everybody and showed some impressive talent. And I'm excited. I'm really excited to to see what they're going to look like next year with this new crop coming in. And I, I have a feeling that that's where Jack Leiter is going to start at is going to be high. a agree.
1: Yeah, I would agree with you. And and during the off season we're going to do a lot of, uh, you know, what to watch for, who uh, who who impressed us at all the levels this year. So yeah, we'll do a lot of writing big, about uh, big, big writing about all that stuff.
0: I, I plan on us having also just a minor league recap of what who we who we expected to do what and then who who you know who came out of uh, out of nowhere and just kind of overall thoughts just a whole minor league episode of the. Ranger report podcast. I've I've been thinking about it for a month. now.
1: Yeah. Well, now that all the seasons are over, except for two, you know, pretty soon here, we'll start hitting that. And speaking of one season, that's not over the down East wood ducks. Yes. Are in the championship series, the playoff, whatever you want to call it, that they do at, at low a, they are currently losing after losing game one. Um, and hopefully they can come back and win tonight. But, uh, I mean, it's cool that they get to play for a championship.
0: Yeah, and they've been right in the thick of things all year long, and we actually—I mean, we felt the need after the way Frisco tore it up. Man, we're not—we're not really paying as much attention as we need to to down east, and we got a couple players on, and and their their media department's been very, very friendly to us, and yep. and getting yeah, Luis Angel Acuna and uh, Mason Englert and Carlos Cardoza on, and I want to get probably we want to get Cardoza on again probably after the season's over if we can. Yep. Uh but uh, yeah, no, they they've had a great season as well and a lot of guys really kind of stuck stuck there. Uh a few of them did move up.
1: Yeah, but they uh, did kind of keep that nucleus of that yeah. that team together
0: this year. Yeah, they really did and let's see. I'm looking at the box for tonight and
1: Yeah, they're losing 5 to 2 right five, now.
0: yeah, 5 to 2 and Matthews Oh, excuse me. John Matthews started the game. Who's who's kind of been up and down this year, but yep. has been good of late. Started the game and gave up three spot in the first inning, but settled down. Got through five innings and struck out six. So they're still in that game. And hopefully, hopefully they, they're able to pull it out and see what happens in game three. Michael Brewer came in out of the bullpen and pitched two innings and struck out three. Yeah. So that's where we're at at this point. And yeah, down east. Luis on like we said, that's obviously a name to watch. Jace Easley is my new one of my new favorite just annoying guys. And I mean yeah. that in the most positive way because he stole 70 bases. 70 bases yeah. in the regular season. That's crazy. Yeah, his OBP was insane. And I'll, I'll pull that up here in just a second too. But yeah, having him hit hit leadoff and and get on and I mean yeah. Somebody made a comment on Twitter when they released the lineup for tonight and said, "JC this easily is going to steal ten bases tonight. Y'all watch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, an OBP of four hundred three. Oh man, batting average is two forty four. So if he gets the batting average up, just imagine. I can't. Yeah, he'd be on base five hundred fifty percent of the time. Yeah, he's he's crazy, crazy good on the bases. A crazy patient hitter, and that's he's just a five foot eight. I mean." We we're calling Yanni Hernandez the mosquito. I, we got to come up with something for Jace Easley because, man, he's yeah. he's annoying the guys to lead off the game. And you know the Acuna, Aaron Zavala, second round yep. pick this year yep. is is having an impact. He's got a home run tonight. His first, he does, yeah, first in the playoffs. So yeah, Christian Noah is another player. Cody Freeman, Thomas Met. Segesi, we've mentioned in my another one of my guys, Keeper Rodriguez. Yep, that's right. I would love to have him get get to the majors and and just see all the. The Keebler Elf, <laughs> yeah, they're that they're gonna pe- the the, uh, the promotion team is gonna run with that with, with the Rangers. If he gets oh, that. big time! Keebler Rodriguez, keep an eye on that name.
1: Rangers have a pretty good uh, social media guy, whoever does it or oh, girl, whoever does it right now. I don't want to say guy, it might be a girl, but whoever does it, they do a really good job.
0: Yeah, they really do, and they like I said, they they pick out those things like the the Han Solo. Yep. Uh, yeah, Han Solak was that was that what it was uh, Yeah,
1: that was I think it was a bobblehead.
0: Yeah, on Solak bobblehead for July 4th Yeah, yep. was,
1: yeah, they do great. they do some great stuff. Of course, that Chuck Morgan puts together a lot of those promotions and he does a fantastic job too.
0: Oh, yeah, new uh, Rangers Hall of Famer, Chuck yeah, Morgan. Yeah, that is correct. We need so, to get him on the podcast. Oh, that would be great to get his golden pipes on here.
1: Dude, that yeah, that would, would be awesome. awesome. You know, no no offense to my buddy who my my friend who did our our, our intro. But if we could get Chuck Morgan to say, this is the Ranger Report podcast, I would totally dump my buddy's thing and, and use that for the rest of eternity.
0: Yeah, he'd have to get over it.
1: Yeah, I think I think he would. He's a Rangers fan, so I think he'd get over it.
0: Yeah, yeah, there's there's a, for sure. Yeah, I yeah. can't. Uh, yeah, I'll say sorry later. <laughs> exactly. Thanks for listening
1: to the Ranger Report podcast. Find us on Twitter, Facebook, and at the therangerreport.com.